I have some water here beside me because this trash talk is going to go over time as well. People are all fired up based on a couple of interviews we had on the show this week. This is presented by our friends at Local Environmental Services. You can find them online. Just visit the Sponsors tab on our website. It's a tradition we call Trash Talk! All right, this one from Steph, who says, I love Real Talk. I love Supriya, and I love Erica Ifill that was on the day, and I love your editorial board, and I love Johnny, and I love all of it. And she says, but I'm pissed. She says, I call bullshit on your conversation about Edmonton oiler Evander Kane. If any woman has photographed evidence of an assault by an athlete, then that athlete is a criminal, not a badly behaved man boy. Ten years from now, we're going to look back and realize how wrong it was to view these people as athletes first or athletes with flaws or athletes with problems who get to skate, as in skate the law, just like any other man. No means no and a whole lot more, says the woman who's watching women's rights fall and regress. Is it okay? What? Because you can score goals, you can make touchdowns, you can hit home runs, you can make your team a lot of money. No, it's not okay. And these junior hockey players from Team Canada with that gang assault must face consequences why are we even having this conversation she says forgive me if this is not super professional uh, but sometimes she says you gotta speak out that from steph and i agree with you steph uh, this one from megan who says ryan johnny i've been mulling over your evander kane discussion i was gonna leave it but i have to say it we are all the reason why toxic guys keep playing in the NHL. We are the reason for the Chicago Blackhawks and Evander Kane and a woman being gang raped by the Canadian junior team of whom by process of elimination, a lot of these guys are playing in the NHL right now. She says in a lot of other stories, we, says Megan, enable behavior. We have adopted that win at all costs mentality. We buy tickets, merch, we watch the games on TV, we listen to the sports shows, etc. There is zero incentive for any organization or player to change their behavior. There are no consequences because organizers know that people will keep tuning in and buying stuff and it's shameful. In fact, shame on all of us. She says, I was guilty too. I was a ride or die fan of the Vancouver Canucks for most of my life. I lived in Vancouver during the last cup run. It was awful to go downtown for work and see the destruction the next morning because of a fucking game. Ride or die ended for me there. She says, so where did we all get it so wrong? She says, Hockey Canada, the league, its players, commentators, reporters do not care about domestic violence. They don't seem to care about criminal activity, racism, homophobia. Do not care. I can't stomach it any longer. She says, now I'm in Edmonton, and you can catch me at Stingers Basketball, FC Edmonton Soccer, and Riverhawk Baseball games. You will not see me at an Oilers game. I loved hockey, and it did not love me back. That from Megan. What about this one from Christy, who wrote in to say, She's gone off the rails, completely off the rails. She used to be such a smart, practical woman. Holy shit. That from Christy. I wonder who she's talking about. How about this one from Brad, who wrote in to say, Jesperson, this fixation, your conversation with Danielle Smith on turning everything into a mental health crisis. My mental health was affected by my government's complete incompetence and disregard of science. Had they been serious about this emergency, this impact on kids, the impact on Albertans would be less. Says this constant comparison to like COVID and influenza is so disingenuous. The world doesn't isolate at home for the flu season and fuck you to anyone that stays on this. Oh yeah, and everything is the federal government's fault, Alberta freedom. I want to fight somebody, says Brad. Brad, don't. He says, education. If a mom with nine kids wants a professional, send them to school. Imagine the disparity in education if we start schooling kids in people's basements. Can I even 
believe I'm writing this, wonders Brad. And then he goes on to just say this big tent idea, it's clearly too big. Some people need to be shunned. This misinformation is harming people. Rebel media is not right-leaning media. It's an activist group. It's the green piece of the right wing. That's going to get some people going. He says, Danielle Smith is going to be so good for her lawyer pals. He says, how can I discuss this with a person that subscribes to the ideas or shares commonalities with Theron Flurry? I can't form the words to express how shitty that interview made me feel about everything that from Brad. What about this from Tyler, who says, my body, my choice, right? Equating women's reproductive rights to the right to choose a vaccine. As Jespo pointed out, pregnancy is not contagious. Being sexually assaulted and choosing to terminate the pregnancy is akin to somebody, what, not being able to fly because they weren't vaccinated? That's the logical conclusion here. I don't have a uterus. I'm not qualified to comment on somebody's choices for their reproductive health, but it seems to me that some of these people have no concept of how vaccines work, so kindly drink a nice glass of shut the hell up! Give your head a shake. What's next? Flat Earth support? People so gullible thinking the Earth is a sphere? Sheeple. What are we going to do? Ban contractions? The use of apostrophes? Blaming Ottawa? Liberal elites pushing a grammar agenda? That from Tyler, who took it in an interesting direction out of the end. And Sharon finally wraps up by saying, and I love that she gives us the context, I'm sitting in my room eating chocolate-covered pretzels and thinking of that insane interview you just did with Danielle Smith. This is the first time I've emailed you. I'm so sick and tired of the adversary approach to politics. Blame Rachel Notley. Blame Justin Trudeau. Blame science. Blame Alberta Health Services. When does the time come for accountability? Didn't Jim Prentice tell people to look in the mirror? One thing that's always overlooked, we are the politicians' bosses. We elect the fuckers. Are we going to let somebody like that come into our house and be a homewrecker? Huh? Change the curriculum and then allow kids to be taught like they live in the 1800s? Why? Because one woman mentioned it to her? And then attack Alberta Health Services? I mean, we all question Dr. Hinshaw and the provincial government even more but when will this chaos end when everybody stands up and votes their asses out of here with their tails between their legs thank you she says that feels better and uh she says uh uh, by the way i'd still love to meet you for coffee sometime not from sharon hey you never know sharon we're still looking forward to the first ever real talk tailgate party coming up next week we're going to get back to a lot of the issues uh, not just national issues not just provincial issues but some of the big international stories we need to be following we're going to follow up on some stories that have resonated with you and of course we'll have more of your emails sent into talk at ryanjesperson.com. If something on a positive note has made your day, we want to hear about it. You could be featured on Monday in Positive Reflections presented by Kubi Energy. Stay safe out there this weekend, everybody. May your tee shots be straight. May your barbecuing be perfect. And we'll see you back here live or later Monday morning on Real Talk.